Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to Bachelor Blab. I'm your host, Jackie Maroney, and I'm here with a special guest today, Renee Ariel. Do you Hello. Hi. Do you pronounce it Ariel like the Disney princess or Ariel like... Oh, does does Ariel Ariel say Ariel? I thought it was always Ariel. There's Ariel like as in Ariel Winters from Modern Family. So how do you like it to be pronounced? I'm reading your name. I was always kind of like, I don't know what to say. (laughs) You can say Ariel. I I think I, I do the Ariel with the strong L. With the strong L. Okay, perfect. Renee Ariel. Um, so tell everyone who you are. I know you do, I, you do so many different things. It's almost like hard to keep up with all the different things that you do. You do so many different blogs and and podcasts. And so what are all of your endeavors? You're a woman of many talents. Oh, oh, what an introduction. Um, so (laughs) I'm a host, so I do pop culture news for a channel called the trendy. I used to be a host with clever. So I did some personality driven content and then also entertainment news with them. I have a show with actually the villain Chad Johnson from Jojo season of the bachelorette called bachelor Chad. I also do a bachelor after show for after buzz TV and I have a dating blog called sexting and the city. That's amazing. That is so many things. How do you have time for all of it? It's um, definitely a lot, but it's fun. <laughs> how did you get into doing the show with Chad? Because I think that's that's super interesting. Your guys' dynamic must be so different and, and like, but in a good way that you guys kind of like contrast each other so well. For sure. So basically, um, our at AfterBuzz, the founder Kevin Undergaro, who's also a mentor, mentor and friend of mine hooked us up because he thought that Chad needed a female voice on his podcast and Chad was moving his podcast over to our studio and Chad was really open to the idea. So we met, we got along well. And honestly, we had like one meeting before we recorded the first episode together and we have good chemistry. It worked out. I think I balance him out in a way because he tends to have very strong opinions about certain topics Mm -hmm. and I do as well, but sometimes on the opposite end. So we, we kind of can laugh about it and joke around and put each other in place, if you will. For sure. No, that totally makes sense. Um, what was one of the most like, not, I don't want to say controversial because that has such a negative comment, (laughs) but like, what was something that you guys totally saw totally differently and butted heads about on your podcast? Oh gosh, I think probably Ben Higgins. <laughs> so, him in general as a human. Yeah, so Chad's met him. And Chad, I mean, if you listen to one of our episodes, he talks about the story of like Ben breaking character, but he thinks Ben's fake. And I, again, I don't know Ben. Like I wasn't on that season of The Bachelor, but I love Ben. I've interviewed him before on the carpet. I think he's so sweet and funny. A few of my friends are uh, actually friends with the guy, but Chad does not like him. So we went back and forth about kind of th- that type of person who Ben is. And if that really is appealing to women, I think it is, but Chad doesn't get it. So <laughs> It's interesting that you say that because I feel like I actually was reading something recently that was compared. So I, I think a, a common, this is not my opinion of Nick Vile, but I think a lot of people don't. Uh, he he it's, he's very polarizing. I feel like you either love him or hate him. And mm-hmm. some people, a lot of people say similar things that um, Chad was saying about Ben, that Nick is kind of like 
fake, you know, cause he's done the show so many times and whatever. And then someone brought up a counterpoint. They're like, but then why don't people say that about Ben? Like Ben is always involved in bachelor things. You know, he's been on the show a bunch of times and he's always doing like bachelor press and stuff. And it's kind of interesting that like Ben gets like the nice guy persona. And then like Nick who does maybe similar things gets like the bad guy persona for like the same type of, uh, actions. It seems like, I don't know. Yeah, I think with Nick Vial, is it Vile or Vile? I, I don't know. know. I've heard that it's actually Vile, but that sounds weird to me. And I feel like I hear so many people pronounce it wrong as Vial. So I'm like, I'm just going with that one. That one sounds I'm just gonna roll with it. <laughs> I think with Nick Vial, he just doesn't come across. They do, they do act similarly. I mean, I mean, think about it. With Ben season and Nick season, they both picked someone and then didn't end up with either right. of their partners. However, I think Ben's edit made him look like less of a fame whore. I think it sure. they really did make him look like he was out for love. And then when he didn't find it, we felt for Ben. We weren't like, oh man, this saw this one coming. Whereas with Nick, like he, I mean, God, he was on how many seasons of yeah, The Bachelor? He was on two Bachelorette so, seasons and then Paradise. And yeah, and then he was he was the bachelor. Yeah. So I think because of that, like people, it's crazy because as viewers, like we hate when people go on this show for the wrong reasons, even though it does make sense for them to go on and be like, okay, I'm open to finding love, but also let's see what opportunities this leads to. But for us, we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can only be in this for a wife or get out. (laughs) Which is actually, you teed me up for it. And I feel like this segues perfectly into discussing this season as a whole, because I mean, I, I've said this probably on every single podcast that I have recorded this season, but I'm going to say it one more time that I feel like we are finally at like the apex in bachelor culture where I think the show is becoming not, not becoming aware because I think production and ABC was always aware that this was a particular motive that people could have going on the show, but they never openly like addressed it in like a weird meta way. But I feel like now we're finally at the point where the show acknowledges that there are so many more financial opportunities that you can gain from being on the show besides just like winning and being in love and then like being with a great partner. And I think we're finally at the point now where the show acknowledges that. And they, I think that was like such a big theme for me in all the discussions that I've had with other guests as the show was progressing was, is Colton really ready for love? Are all of his contestants ready for love? And it was like very, very jarring to me that like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. What was your thought? Like when they announced Colton, what did you think of him? And then as the season progressed, like what did you think of him as a bachelor in general? His intentions and just him as a person, I guess. Well, Colton getting announced, when he was announced as the bachelor, I was not happy about it because I genuinely did not believe he was ready for love or marriage. I did not think he knew himself well enough to even make that decision for himself. And it did seem like they were just trying to bank on the fact he was a virgin. Yeah. So he had a story, right? And, and, you know, mm -hmm. if they had picked someone like Blake or Jason, like both, both great guys and probably would have been fine bachelors, but there's really no story there. So yeah, hundred percent. And with Colton, there was a story, but at the same time, okay, I, I'll tell you the biggest thing that turned me off to Colton being The Bachelor. It was his whole audition for it, which I don't know if you remember, was the that season of Bachelor in Paradise when he spent the entire season auditioning for The Bachelor. Yeah. And he told Tia 
that he would be, he wanted her to be his girlfriend and then dumped her two weeks later, which is something that I have not done since middle school. (laughs) That to me was the biggest telltale sign that he was not ready for marriage. Because if you are so unsure of yourself and what you want to the point where you're trying to make someone your, like put a label on that and have them be your girlfriend as an adult, but then decide to break up with them two weeks later. Like he just seems all over the place. And I did not like that about him. And I was like, I do not want to watch this season of the bachelor because he is not going to end up with someone that's going to be his wife. Like we already know that there's not even the surprise element. Like this guy's not going to find a wife. And when watching the show, I mean, he did go for one of the few girls and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there were more girls, but that were, that was clearly not ready for that kind of relationship. I mean, God, we made it to the finale and Cassie's like, I don't even know if you're my boyfriend. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) And I think that that wasn't like a coincidence, right? Like I think he, even though I think he, I'm trying to collect my thoughts because you just said so much. <laughs> so I'm sorry. No, no, this is good. I think the first point you said of him saying that Tia was going to be his girlfriend and then literally two weeks later breaking up with her shows that he just wanted that narrative of yep. like, I had a failed relationship in paradise, right? But he didn't even actually let the relationship like become a real relationship and then fail on its own. He just wanted to like check the boxes, right? It's like, okay, I, I went to paradise. I had a relationship. It didn't work out. And like, that's, kind of the narrative that they tend to go with if they're going to pick someone who was on paradise to be the bachelor. So you are right in the sense that it felt just so quick. Tia was his girlfriend. And then two seconds later, she wasn't. And it's like, okay, yeah, you're right. You didn't, he did not even give that a chance. How do you know she's not going to be your girlfriend? You don't want her to be your girlfriend anymore. If you didn't even actually spend time with her. I don't know. Um, and so I, I think he obviously went into this whole, this whole world wanting to eventually be the bachelor and luckily enough because he had that storyline it worked out for him and he was the bachelor um and i think we're all kind of in agreement that he never actually intended to find a wife and i think that's that was one of the biggest draws to cassie is because she was very obviously one of the only girls there that was not ready to get married and was showing all the red flags that she wasn't ready to get married and i think that was almost comforting to him in a way that like he wouldn't have to actually do the proposal at the end of this because he's not ready. He's only had one other real relationship outside of bachelor world. And now I would consider Cassie a real relationship because they're dating outside of this whole filming and cameras thing. But, um, I don't know that in itself, like made the season weird for me. And, you know, we always Mm -hmm. say like, Oh, I'm not going to watch it. I hate this. And then we we always do. Here we are. Yeah. Uh, But it definitely added a whole new dynamic where it's like, do you think the, the production and producers and ABC are aware that Colton was going into this for quote unquote, the wrong reasons. They just don't care because it was still good television. I think that they thought he was going to be super um, produced or super producible. Is yeah. that even? No, that's um, a word, I think. Yeah. Word <laughs> kind of is that. Um, because I mean, God, if you like look back to his season on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or even Paradise, he did seem to be very produced. Like with the way I think he was fully pushed to give Tia a try. I think he knew what he had to do to become The Bachelor. So they thought, okay, well, we can get him 
into an engagement. Mm -hmm. And as the season started to go towards Cassie, I mean, first it was, let's be honest, like the first half of the season, he was obsessed with Hannah G. And then the second half of the season, he was obsessed with Cassie. And I, they were trying so hard to paint this picture that Cassie, that it was all just rumors and Cassie was ready to, to get married. She was ready for marriage, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think the producers behind the scenes were just hoping that they could at least convince them into an engagement because at the end of the day, if they get that engagement, that helps them with publicity, whatever, they get the romantic ending. And then if the engagement breaks up, okay, that sucks, but at least they had the romantic fairy tale story that they wanted. Yeah. And so do you think the producers were were angry that they didn't get that or were they still happy with the result? Because I think, I don't know. I think this season, okay, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I was so uh, upset about Colton being The Bachelor in the beginning, but this was my favorite season of The Bachelor maybe ever because it had so much drama in it. And it was actually drama I cared about for the most part, uh, aside from, like, Onyeka and Nicole, which I did not. I could not care. stupid. (laughs) So stupid. Like, at Women Tell All, I'm like, I really – can we just skip this? Yeah. but it re- was a really good season. So I think because of that, producers did end up being happy. But probably in the moment, and I'm sure you have dealt with this kind of being in this industry with like, when it's in the moment of something on set, you don't know how it's going to play out. So I'm sure they were sweating like, oh God, this could be a disaster. But at the end, I bet they're happy because they did get the views they wanted, the attention they wanted. There was like hashtags about, you know, him jumping over the fence. Like they got the buildup that they wanted. Right, exactly. Now I wanted to flip back a couple pages to what you were saying about Hannah G because I actually heard a conspiracy theory about this that, uh, yes. So, you know, I mean, I think we know Hannah G was, was really blindsided by the finale and like was very heartbroken and maybe still is kind of like getting over that. She said that in so many post interviews and my conspiracy theory that I've heard is that Colton was So, I mean, we saw in the beginning, he was super, super into Hannah G. The conspiracy Mm -hmm. here is that he was still just as into Hannah G towards the end, but the producers did not show how strong their relationship was because they wanted you to root for him and Cassie. And had you seen that actually leading up to all of this, when he was saying he, and, and I think he was also having an equally strong connection with Cassie, he was still super, super into Hannah G and it really looked like it could maybe go that way. And they didn't show a lot of that because obviously yeah. they want you to root for the main couple that ends up in the end. But that's why everyone was complaining too. They're like, wait, Hannah, cause they were seeing in all of these, um, post-interviews like wait Hannah G is like so funny and cute and like why did we not see any of this girl's personality yet she was like a final two Mm -hmm. and I the conspiracy is that this is like ridiculous you can tell I read a lot of the subreddit but I believe it because did you see the the time he told her by the way and I don't know if you noticed this but they when he told Hannah he was falling in love with her on TV, that wasn't the first time he told her. They cut out the scene where he initially told her he was falling in love with her and put it up on YouTube as a deleted scene, which was during that group date where Cassie was almost sent home. Oh, yes, 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 you're right. They showed that conversation outside in a deleted scene, didn't air it, even though it was a moment that was important for Hannah's right. relationship. It's like, why would you... She's the final two that like saying you're starting to say you're falling in love with someone is one of the, like the benchmarks of how they measure these relationships and to Mm -hmm. not show that. I just think poor Hannah G got so 
screwed over this whole season because she she really did because they made it seem towards the end that like it was always Cassie the whole time and it's like it really wasn't I think she like Hannah G had an equally strong connection with Colton and I I think had Colton actually been there for the right reasons and wanted to maybe get engaged and actually have a family and a wife and maybe move back to Colorado when his 15 minutes of fame was done I think Hannah G would have been the right pick for him but I think in him choosing Cassie, a girl that is also obviously not ready for marriage. And yeah. I think it doesn't hurt the fact that like her family's from LA, her sister's an actress. Um, I think Cassie is just like opening more of a door into like the kind of life and lifestyle that Colton wants to have after this. Whereas like Hannah G, he used to always, he said like, you feel like home, like that would have been if he actually wanted to just like find love and then go- get on with his life, it would have mm-hmm. been Hannah but I think the oh, fact absolutely. that picked Cassie is very telling for his motives. If anyone wasn't, was still confused after all of this, if he was there for the right reasons or not. Totally. I mean, even looking back at like all that he compromised, and this is what I've been preaching since he picked her. I truly, you know, I want them to be happy. Obviously sure. I'm not rooting for anyone to be miserable or to break up. However, I don't think this relationship has an equal balance whatsoever. I think it tells a lot that he had to compromise almost everything to pick her to begin with. Like the girl didn't even want to call herself his girlfriend when she met his parents. Like she was not ready for anything. And he's like, oh, you don't want to be my wife? That's okay. Uh, I'll be your boyfriend. Oh, you don't want to be my, my, my girlfriend? That's okay. We can just exclusively date. It's like he was compromising absolutely everything yeah. and it didn't well, matter all the way. He moved to Huntington beach and bought yeah. there, but like, she doesn't live with, him. they don't she live, live with him. That's crazy. That's so <laughs> Buying crazy. a house to someone who you're not even like living with. Like he's being crazy and I get it. We've all been crazy for love, but like Colton, you like had the best opportunity to meet someone who is actually right for you and you didn't do it. You didn't well, use it. Which just goes back to saying I, he just, he doesn't want someone that's right for him. I think he's going to try to just capitalize as much as possible on his publicity from yeah. the show and become like a, a Ben Higgins 2.0 showing up at all these different <laughs> bachelor events or same with Nick Vile too. I think Nick Vile also equally capitalizes on. Oh, absolutely. Family. Absolutely. I mean, big fan of his podcast, not going to lie. But. <laughs> I just think it's so funny because Ben Higgins is the one that you would not think he's wanting the fame from this, but he Mm -hmm. so does. He loves it. Well, that's why I think it's interesting to compare. Sorry to interrupt you, but um, that's why I think it's interesting to compare him and Nick because in my opinion, they do the same stuff. They have like very similar actions about this whole bachelor aftermath, but they're perceived in such different lights, which is just different lights. Sorry, but continue with what you were going to say. Oh, no. So I just, I think it's so funny that there's all these, I mean, God, the last few bachelors, except for, and this is the most surprising, and I had to take an L with this one, Ari, I did not think him and Lauren would last, and I I really was like, oh my gosh, this guy, he's kind of a douche, like, he just wants the fame, whatever, he'll date whoever, and he's the one that's like gotten married is having a kid yeah no they seem very in love like i I mean i was definitely on that same page when everything happened last year thinking like this is ridiculous of course he picks like this younger blonde girl but they seem actually like very happy together and i'm happy for them that's great yeah me too you know i really want to know your thoughts on sure but okay what are your genuine thoughts on kaylin Oh, I, have, I mean, not to like, 
I, I, I'm always very hesitant to say not less than positive things about anyone being that like, you know, I'm in this industry and like maybe we'll cross paths one day, but I think Kaylin is pretty manipulative. I I went right in for it. Um, please do because, oh God, there's so much to say with this. So I think her and Cassie, I mean, and I don't think they're the only two. I'm sure probably 75% of the girls on Colton, maybe even more so, like 89% mm-hmm. of the girls on Colton's season went on the show because they wanted to get Instagram followers and sure. fame and they wanted to kind of live that life. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That doesn't make you a bad person. This is totally not the TV show. This is an opportunity to get your face out there, your name out there. If you want a career in something media and entertainment related, this is, this show is a way to get there. And we've seen many people make very nice, comfortable livings off of being on the bachelor. I don't think that makes you a bad person. That being said, I think the thing that really rubbed me the wrong way with a little bit Cassie, but more so Kaylin was the way that when they were kind of maybe called out for that and, you know, said like, Hey, I don't think these girls are ready to get engaged. They are, um, you know, talking about all the parties they're going to go to after the show's over and all, you know, I, Colton, I don't think he's maybe the right girl for you. That's also fine it's just the way that then they, they then lash out at all the other girls and they were like how dare you say that about me like of course I'm here yeah. for love of course like they were really really vicious and rude to people yeah. who thought were at the I mean it's just mind-blowing to me that Cassie could maybe two weeks I, I, I lumped them together Kaylin and Cassie because I think their actions are really similar in this sense that yeah uh, it's mind-blowing to me that Cassie could be cursing out Kerpa two weeks before for saying that, how dare you say I'm not ready to get engaged? Like, how can you say this? She's cursing her out, being really, really rude to her. Um, and then two weeks later, we are in a situation where Cassie is like, mm, yeah, maybe I'm not actually ready to be engaged. It's like, that's fine if that's how you were feeling. Like, you know what I mean? There's, if you're feeling you might not be ready to be, get engaged at the end of this crazy six-week Bachelor whirlwind process, that's fine. That doesn't make you a bad person. If you sign up to be on The Bachelor because you want to move to LA and get Instagram followers, that's fine. It doesn't make you a bad person. But if someone totally. mentions that to you and your immediate reaction is just to like flip and like lash out at them, I don't know. That shows like a weird side to their character that I did not like. And then yeah, following that, I mean, Kaylin did the same thing. And even at the Women Tell All, Katie had said, um, look, I thought, Kaylin, I thought you were just going to admit to it because, like, it's not even that weird for you guys to be talking about wanting to be the Bachelorette and things like that. Like, we, we were, there were still six girls left. That's not weird that that's a thought that you were having. What's weird totally. is the way you're, like, being yep. so, like, deny, deny, deny till you die, like, saving face. And then I think Kaylin's actions following the show have just proved that Oh, she, she's like no time moving. To I think she already moved here. So we, Okay. Hold on a second. With the Kaylin thing, I'm sorry, this girl, and this is what I've been saying from the get go. Um, okay. So in the beginning when it was like the Hannah B Kaylin drama, yeah. I honestly believed Kaylin in the beginning. I was like, Oh God, yeah. this girl, Hannah, maybe she is, you know, a bit nuts, whatever. It's a little kooky. They definitely yeah. get a weird edit there. Absolutely. And then as it went on, 
I, the moment I realized Kaylin was fake is when Kaylin went to Hannah B to uh, make amends kind of, or just like have yeah. a truce and made it about women of America. That's when I was like, oh no, 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 no. She's fake. I know what she's doing, girl. I see right through you. And then throughout the season, all I noticed that was like time and time again, she'd be fake and was trying to put her best, her best self in front, like make her look like she's this woman speaking on behalf of all women of America and whatever. And I just did not like that. And then at women tell all, or, or actually even before women tell all when she was eliminated, and she whispered into Cassie's ear after yeah. crying hysterically. And then also before crying again, like, um, this is, I think she said, this is fucked. And then she yeah. said to her, um, get engaged, which is not what you say when your heart is broken by this guy. No, you, no, no, totally not. Yeah. And then after all of this, so after she cries and then auditions for The Bachelorette at, at Women Tell All, crying, saying, it was supposed to be us. I thought it was us. Mm-hmm. Still, she's visiting Cassie once a week in LA when Cassie is dating Colton, that makes no sense. No sense at all. That's why if her feelings for Colton were genuine, I'm not really sure how her and Cassie could remain such close friends immediately following the show. That's not to say they'd never be friends again, but it's like, that's weird. If you were were in love with Colton and you thought he was going to be your husband and now he's dating your best friend and and they're all in love, how can you spend time with them? Because I'm assuming when she's going to visit Cassie every single week. It's not, not with Colton. Like, does Ka- oh, like Colton's yeah. around sometimes. So. And did you see that post she, she put on Instagram of her, a picture of her and Cassie being like Colton's face when he finds out oh, he'll yeah, have to yeah, share yeah. her with me. That's so weird. Why? And I just want the bachelor nation to address that. I want like Chris Harrison to be like, you know what? This Kaylin thing is weird. Let's talk about it because I feel like her and Cassie got out scot-free. They did. They lied so much. They yeah. were pretty manipulative. They were mean to the girls about it when they were telling the truth. And they don't even have to face any ramifications. And that's well, insane The to me. thing that's weird to me is I feel like the average Bachelor – like, I would consider us not average Bachelor viewers. Like, watch and we, like, we think, like, so in-depth about every little thing. And, like, you know, we're online and you – because know, we're yeah. doing this for work. And so, <laughs> like, as the average Bachelor viewer, you're just kind of, like, passively watching it. This is what you do on your Monday nights. And the people I talk to that are very more average – passive bachelor viewers all really like Kaylin. And that's, what's weird to me too, is it's like, how are you you guys not seeing this? This is a scam. It's Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Everyone else is like, well, I don't know. Like Hannah seemed kind of crazy, but they're not reading into like all of the, the backstory and the Instagram posts and all this stuff like, like we are. So Mm -hmm. I could see why like Chris Harrison and like the bachelor nation leaders are not going to address it. Cause I think she actually still has like a pretty big, fan base like people yeah. are not as smart as you and I digging I know in. they'll like, be like oh. they'll, they'll still compare it to like oh she's just all about supporting other women so even though she was heartbroken she can support her best friend like stop it I'm sorry but like this girl she faked her way through the bachelor she I do think the difference between her and Cassie is if he picked Kaylin she would have gotten engaged she absolutely yeah, would she have would've. she would have been able to go through with it Cassie was not well, because I don't think Cassie thought she would ever make it that far. Like, I think I, Cassie was totally. – like, like Kaylin came in with a very calculated plan to, like, get super far <laughs> to, like, be the bachelorette. So and, true. And Cassie, I think, while she might have had similar motivations of, like, oh, I'll get a lot of Instagram followers. I can go to lots of cool parties after this. I don't think she came in 
as calculated as Kaylin. And that's what kind of scares me about Kaylin is it's all very like step-by-step. It's just like, like scarily, like so well-planned and, Mm -hmm. uh, the weird thing about it though, is it's like, well, I, I talked to my coworkers about this a lot and I'm like, why? I'm like, yeah, but why doesn't she just admit it at some point? It's like, because at the end of the day, like I said, I don't think there's actually anything wrong with going on the bachelor thinking that maybe you could be the bachelorette if you're a top contender. Like that's, there's nothing wrong with that. But the fact that she's just like digging herself into this deeper hole, trying to like save face. It's like, I don't know. My, my coworker kind of presented it kind of differently. He's like, well, that just comes from like this weird, like pageant Southern mindset of like, it's, I don't know. I think from people from, I don't, I don't know where you're from, like East coast or maybe West coast LA, like we're, we're just a little bit more like open and honest with like flaws and stuff, but there's like a big kind of culture in the South, especially this pageant girl culture where it's like, you're done up all the time. You always have your face on type of thing. And I think Caitlin's kind of like crumbling under, like digging herself into this deep hole of lies when like, like, just admit it. Just admit it. The best part of women's halal when Katie was kind of calling her out is when, um, (laughs) when it was initially brought up to Caitlin, it was so funny because you could tell she did not think Katie would say anything back because she even Mm -hmm. said, Oh, like, I just wish Katie named names. Like, it really affected my relationship. And right. then Chris asked Katie who she was talking about. And Katie's like, yeah, Kaylin and Cassie. Um, but yeah, and then she continued to be like, oh, no. I said I prayed for my friend Cassie. It's like, if, you know, it's not you in the end to be Bachelorette. And she prayed the same for me. And I'm like, Kaylin, just drop the act. Everyone mm. sees through it at this point. And the thing is, I think people would actually like her and respect her a lot more yeah. if she would just – own up to it like you know um I don't know if you follow I uh I was listening to Nick Vile's podcast of course and (laughs) Demi was on it and Demi I think did a very good job of of being self-aware in the fact that she's like no I was on The Bachelor and like playing a bit of a character and kind of playing up the drama a little bit and trying to say like funny one-liners and stuff like she kind of owned up to the fact that that was part of her intentions on the show and I think people like her and respect her for that. It's like, cause there's nothing wrong with that. She's not she, at all. It's she was a show. entertaining. She went on a TV show, you know, she was open to having feelings for Colton and she admitted that. And you know, so there was some feelings there, but you know, didn't work out. That's okay. But she very much admitted. She's like, yeah, you know, I was just like being Demi, but like turned up a couple notches because I'm on TV and that's okay. Like I respect you more for admitting that than pretending like this is a normal thing people do to find their husbands. Cause it's yeah. not. It's absolutely not. And I totally respect any contestant who comes forward and admits that they weren't 100% real on the show because that is, that's real to me. I get that. And that makes sense. And I, I just hate when people try so hard to be this America's sweetheart. So they're loved after by everyone. Mm -hmm. And then they get all the better opportunities or whatever. One thing I, I will say, uh, the only slap in the face Caitlin got, or I wouldn't say slap in the face, slap on the wrist Caitlin got that I think was hilarious is them choosing Hannah B to be Bachelorette. Was there one like, sorry, you shouldn't have lied. Um, and I want to actually ask you what you think about Hannah B as the pick. Are you excited for her season? Cause I'm uh, like you had mentioned earlier, I think she got a, a kooky <laughs> edit in the beginning of the season, but she totally grew on me. I am yeah. super into her. I think she is a great example of just like being real quirks and all like she, she, 
people, a lot of people are unhappy because they, they think she's kind of like a little dumb. She's awkward and doesn't speak very well, um, live, but I think that just makes her more endearing. I'm obsessed with it. I'm sorry. I'll say it. I think first of all, she got her revenge by being the bachelorette. I think that was such a beautiful moment for her because I do believe that Caitlin put her through hell with the beauty pageants. I don't know what happened, but I think she finally won against the mean girl and that made me happy. Mm -hmm. But on top of that, her personality, we're all a little kooky. Like, I don't think if I, if I went on the bachelorette, I don't think, or the bachelor, I don't think I would come across as like America's sweetheart, the best. Like I'm quirky. I make jokes. I'm sarcastic. And whatever. I don't think, I think that would come across in a more funny, goofy way as opposed to like a Kaylin or Cassie. So I related to Hannah in that sense. And I think over time as she became more comfortable being on a reality show, that is awkward that there's cameras following you at all times on your dates. That is weird. I know. I can't, like everyone gives her so much shit because on the first one-on-one, she was so awkward and weird. It's like, well, what would you do if you're meeting a stranger for the first time? Like she doesn't know Colton Mm -hmm. and all these people with cameras in your face. Like, how do you guys, how do you do that? Like, it's awkward. And honestly, people were saying, um, because, yeah, I get it. So towards the end, really loved her a lot. I loved that she actually had, like, close girlfriends that seemed nice to other people. That made me think, okay, well, she obviously is a cool person. And all of her friends support each other, which is another beautiful thing. And that's how it should be. You shouldn't just say that you support other women. Show that you support other women. Right. Well, I think that's very – that's another point uh, against Kaylin. I think it's very telling that she seems to have no – close friends from the house other than Cassie yep. who she like is like their friendship is pretty weird you know like flying yeah. every single week is weird best friend Cassie like is weird I don't care how close friends you are like I think that's like a weird level of attachment like feels very like um like leechy. I don't know. It feels like she's that type of friend that knows like an opportunist. It feels like she knows her friend is going to be getting all of these exciting opportunities and that her sister is an actress that's dating a famous actor. And so she knows if she latches onto that family, because when Cassie isn't there, she's hanging out with Cassie's sister. Like clearly there's a bit of using going on. And I really do believe that Kaylin isn't even in Cassie's life for the right reasons, but right? No, she's not. Um, which I think, um, you know, I have no reason to back this up other than just speculation. I feel like that's probably a lot of what happened at Miss USA and why Hannah and Kaylin are Ooh. not friends anymore. Because like I could see them initially hitting off. They decide to be roommates. But as we've seen, Kaylin is an opportunist and will leech onto the people that are going to be, like most advantageous to her. And I think, you know, Hannah B didn't really place in Miss USA. I think she got, and Kaylin was first runner up. And I think I could see Kaylin quickly, like maybe realizing, oh, Hannah B is not going to be like a top contender in this pageant. Like, like I could see Kaylin kind of like dishing her and then like latching onto girls who she thought was, were going to perform better in the pageant. Yep. I could totally see that too. So Hannah's like, wait, like I thought we were actual friends and Kaylin's like, "Mm, bye, here are my like, like higher ranking friends type thing. Yeah. I mean, like that's so clear. That's what she, how she kind of thinks. I mean, God, with every move she makes, it's like, how will this benefit me in the best way possible? And what, what should I do to get that? But with Hannah B being the bachelorette, she genuinely seems real, ready for love, like a sweet girl. I think, yeah, honestly, 
to be okay with the whole live show thing that's way different than being on the bachelorette it is because you're yeah. in the house you have like the same camera crew around this is with the live studio audience on uh, it's different so i think she was so nervous i don't think they planned it well live tv is already intimidating as it is For and sure. she shut down a little bit but that doesn't mean she won't be a good bachelorette i think she's gonna kill it I think she is too, especially like she's the bachelorette. She's the lead. If she says something that she doesn't like the way she said it, they can reshoot it. Like it's all about her and her being comfortable. And I think it's going to be, I'm like actually really excited for this season. And I haven't been excited for a bachelorette season in a really long time. Cause I think the dynamics in the house, you know, it's just, it's not like a, a guys versus girls things. It's just when guy, when it's a group of guys competing for the same girl, it's like a different dynamic than if it's a group of girls competing for the same guy. Oh, absolutely. And so I think sometimes the girls can be a bit more entertaining. So Agreed. I'm, but this season I'm actually really, really excited for the bachelorette. I think Hannah's going to be such a great lead and it's going to be really great. Yeah. I think she's funny too. Like even if, even during the live show when she made a couple of jokes, they were funny. I laughed. Yeah, I was like, Oh, great. She's good. I'm so excited. Um, oh, and I feel like that's a good place to wrap up. We've been going on and <laughs> and picking out all the different um, manipulations of Kaylin, and I love yep. it. And like, I love <laughs> you know so much about this at the same level that I do. It's really nice to like have a conversation with someone who's in as deep as I am because oh, totally. it's rare that that happens. I feel like I'm always <laughs> explaining to other people like, no way, but did you see on Reddit? that she Oh, same, same. <laughs> that is me. <laughs> is there anything else you want to plug or talk about before we sign off? I know um, your blog, Sexing in the City, I was exploring it a little bit this morning. It looks great. Oh, um, I'll have to do a deep you. dive into some of the articles, but anything else? Instagram, Twitter? Oh yeah. Whoever wants to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, I'm just at Renee Ariel. Okay. So check it. (laughs) Is it the same on Twitter as well? Yeah. Both of them. Same username. I lucked out, did it early. I know. I, my, um, Instagram is Jackie Maroney underscore. And the woman who has just normal Jackie Maroney is some grandma with only (laughs) 12 followers really like never uses it and I've been trying to message her being like hi can I please your Instagram handle like you clearly don't care about this oh my god no luck no she doesn't respond to me which just (sighs) it's just it's literally a grandma who's like I like her bio is like I love my grandkids and (laughs) I'm like grandma please please okay (laughs) but until that woman answers me I'm still Jackie Maroney underscore on Instagram and Jack's LOL on J-A-C-K-Z-Z underscore LOL on Twitter. Maybe I should change that and try to make it the same thing because I feel like it's a lot easier. It definitely is easier to like tell people too. That way they don't get confused. Totally. So maybe I'll, I actually just brought Twitter back because I had to delete it. After the 2016 election, it was a lot. Oh, yeah, I get that. I um, but I just brought it back for 2020, so we're just getting down the same rabbit hole, I guess. But that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much. I really, really love chatting with you, and hopefully, you'll come on again anytime we need to have some hot takes and do some deep diving into the black hole that is, uh. Bachelor. Bachelor Nation. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. This was a lot of fun. It, it truly just felt like something I would do not on a podcast, just in a coffee shop or over a drink. Totally. Yeah. And down to do those activities as well if you ever <laughs> are around. Yes, All right. totally. All right. Thank you so, so much. And everyone, that was Bachelor Blab with Renee Ariel. 
Um, join us back in two weeks. We will have another episode in this horrible, horrible bachelor off season where I know you're all going through withdrawals. So we will provide the info and catch you up on everything I'm reading on the bachelor subreddit. (laughs) (laughs) Time to sign off. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.